It's probably like a Facebook group. <laughs> oh, yeah. It says, while Disney does not sanction gay days. <laughs> yeah, so they don't sanction it. <laughs> they probably send like a staff memo and they're like, please look out. All the gays are coming. <laughs> Does that sound like show up in the recordings? No. Oh, okay. No, she's silent. Wow. I know. All it's right. a bummer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Imagine that's the beginning of our podcast recording well, I, in progress. I would leave it in because I think that'd be so funny. Right, I would make that funny. the intro instead of like it's the <laughs> I would just make it that. It's funny. Mm-hmm. It has the same energy as remember when uh Prince, is it Prince Philip? old ass royal when he died recently and did you hear that clip of like bbc radio one or it's like dance music and somebody it's like made it into a song yeah oh my god and they're like this just in prince philip has died or something yeah <laughs> it's like the beat drop is his death announcement yeah. like... <laughs> i love it unfortunate anyway how are you let's check in oh my gosh okay well everybody who wasn't in my bedroom so everyone except for me just now um doesn't know uh, this but i was just talking to zach about it i, got, oh. I don't know why I'm, i, <laughs> I don't was like what about me <laughs> i'm showing it to you again but let's I, just look at it yeah. again i got a tattoo yesterday oh. this is my fifth tattoo i'm like tatted <laughs> okay <laughs> this one's significantly bigger than the other ones <laughs> yes it is all my other ones are very small um but it's super exciting it's four butterflies and then one butter each butterfly has like one of my grandparents initials like within the design of the wings it's very like subtle as zach said mm-hmm. Can't even <laughs> but see it's it. perfect yeah which is kind of like i didn't want it to be like some obvious like obnoxious tribute to my grandparents but also like that I love the grandparents and I was inspired by it because in 2018 when my mom's dad passed away my friend and I were talking and that year apparently there was like an increase in monarch butterflies like for some unexplainable reason and my friend was like well you know like your loved ones who have passed on like they say they come back to visit you as butterflies and I was like ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been like having this design in my head since that moment and i'm so happy i finally got it ah. well it's a very beautiful tattoo it's very well done and like you told me before we start recording i'm shocked that it took less than an hour yes huge shout out to lennox at river west tattoo because Ooh. this was dope and we had a really good conversation um so if you live in milwaukee and you're getting a tattoo actually don't go to lennox because then they will be too booked up to take me but also <laughs> like go to lennox <laughs> awesome yeah also i want to give a quick shout out to my friend mel because her birthday is tomorrow and i told her this during dinner tonight but mel listens to our podcast every week while she's driving to work really yeah and it makes me so happy happy birthday we should start doing birthday shout outs (laughs) yeah we're gonna take requests (laughs) happy birthday mel yeah i just wanted to shout her out because i think that's like the sweetest thing ever like she'll be texting me and she'll be like oh my gosh i was just listening to your podcast and i'm like oh you were (laughs) oh my god thanks mel yeah i love her so happy birthday mel love you (laughs) love you too even though i've never met you (laughs) you've met her she's at, or I, no she wasn't uh, at my birthday oh my mm-mm. god she no. was like the one person who wasn't there that's awful that's okay that's i got much. mad drunk that night so probably for the best wow it was actually zach's birthday <laughs> <laughs> um wow that's great anyway yeah. what a good day <laughs> <laughs> um, so how are you <laughs> i'm good i, I haven't really done much nick was away at a wedding as you know this past weekend so i was watching his dog i love Um, sasha huge shout out to sasha she's an interesting one uh Uh, nick did you hear that he just calls your dog interesting oh he knows no he knows the thing about her is she's it's not that she's bad or like not good in any way necessarily it's just that i'm used to dogs that are like so willing to give love back to you and sasha is not one of those dogs 
95% of the time you have to go to her and I'm just not used to that. So sometimes it manifests as like, what the fuck did I do to you? Also, she has like mad side eye. So sometimes she'll just be laying there and staring at me with a rude look in her eye and legit, I would just turn to her and be like, what did I do? Are you okay? Oh my God. <laughs> you That's hilarious. Pee-pee? She's like, yeah. look at this ugly creature in the room. Oh my God. Okay. But while we're, you know, if I'm going to diss her, I need to give her mad credit. She doesn't bark. She doesn't like tear shit up really. I mean, there have been instances. Okay, fine. Just um, say Shuri. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not alluding to Shuri at all. I'm just saying in general, I've known a lot of dogs that- Shuri does issues. do all of those things though. Okay. Yeah. Well, anyway, but so I watched her and I mainly just took the weekend to relax because I kind of needed that. Um, That's so nice. Uh, did yeah. you watch What If? No. I so told you I do it. I told you I do it this week and guess what? It's only <sighs> Tuesday. So- yeah, but then um, tomorrow's going to be Wednesday and it's the middle of the week. And then, then what? Huh? I'll figure it out. It'll be there. Okay. Anyway, so that that's, that's me. I mean, not much else really. Uh, I have a bunch of stuff coming up within the next two weeks, which you'll hear about, you know, on upcoming Ooh. episodes. So I'm just kind of like prepping for those fun things and getting ready for those. So yeah, that's me. Yeah. Should we get started? We have another pack. Oh my gosh. I feel like we say that every week now. (laughs) Well, however, I'm going to give a bit of a break because there wasn't much happening in terms of general news this past week. So I only have like four hard news stories and two of them are related. So it's kind of just like three. So that section will be brief, but I do have lots of entertainment stories. But anyway, Ah, 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 ah. (laughs) beginning with news. So it's been about six months since this memo was sent out to White House staff, like the inner circle, about Biden's plan for student loan forgiveness, student loan debt forgiveness. Mm. Federal, of course. Now, it's been <laughs> half a year. Uh, well, I just know a lot of people have private loans, and well, that sucks for them. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, it's been six months since this memo, and now a coalition of uh, House members, progressive House members, have signed, I guess, like a demand to see this memo um, because now, of course, that the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Moratorium, right? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Moratorium. The moratorium on student loan payments ends in January. So now there's been a little bit of pressure, you know, back on this issue. So yeah, so like Ilhan Omar has signed this, Corey Bush, yeah, I'm forgetting words today. Sorry. Uh, AOC has signed this. So anyway, I just think it's interesting. And they're right. Like, where's our info on this? Be- and it's confusing because the two most powerful people in the in Congress, Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer, Chuck Schumer is, has said that with a quote unquote flick of a pen, Biden can do a certain amount of student loan forgiveness and Nancy Pelosi, that old bitch, she is like, <laughs> no, he does not have the power to do that. So the girls are fighting. <laughs> bro, you know, I don't like Nancy Pelosi. I don't really like Chuck Schumer either. I don't like government. Our leaders, they need to do shit they instead of suck. just sitting around. Just stop sitting around yeah. and do shit for us. Mainly because, you know, Biden has said in the past he's open to $10,000 of federal loan forgiveness. Guess how much your boy has? About 10. So if you did that for wow. me, that'd be a really nice thing to do, Mr. That Biden. would be so nice, dude. Ugh. And I've, I've really enjoyed not having to pay for like the last year and a half. So to just <laughs> stop entirely would be really great. Thank you. <laughs> I've just gotten used to it at this point. It's like, oh. come on. <laughs> yeah. So that's that. Uh, speaking of assholes in government, mm. Texas Ugh. Governor Greg Abbott. I don't even want trigger warning Greg <laughs> Abbott. <laughs> Yeah, he issued an executive order yesterday, which prohibits any entity, including private businesses, from enforcing a COVID-19 vaccine mandate on workers and consumers. Why do people want to live in Texas? That's my question. At this point, it's literally trash. If you live in Texas, I'm sorry, honestly. They're like the worst, literally the worst state. Mm, Florida's pretty bad. I've lived there. (laughs) I would say Florida and Texas are, in fact, neck and neck. The only plus that Florida has is Disney World. (laughs) That's true. That's true. 
Uh, so yeah, fuck Texas. Fuck. Oh, I was gonna say fuck Greg Abbott, but fuck Texas too. No. Well, is that too mean? I mean? Do we know any Texans? Beyonce. Leah Harris. Yeah. Sorry, Leah, but come on. <laughs> um. So yeah, that 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 uh, that sucks. I also <laughs> love that I said Beyonce before Leah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Leah, but Beyonce comes first. I mean, I disagree. Uh, we actually what, know Leah. So. What about what about Meg the Stallion? Ooh, what was that? That was my attempt at doing her little. Did I do it wrong? <laughs> <laughs> what what did I sound I, like? I like wasn't looking at the cam- at the screen when you did that, so I didn't like see that it was you. I thought it was like I don't know what I it was. I don't know what I thought that was. Honestly. Creature. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> that was me. Moving on. My last two hard news stories, like I said, not a lot, not a lot. They're kind of grouped together. So Vice, you know, I love Vice. They did a report on how over the last six years in the UK, anti-LGBTQ hate crimes have risen dramatically. So over the last six years, reports of homophobic hate crimes have risen by 210%. Oh my God. Transphobic hate crimes have risen 332%. And now, of course, what yesterday was heck? National Coming Out Day. Um, oh, so I think God. that's why they released this report. Oh, uh, okay. But it's startling. And my package story with this is the BBC, huge organization. You know, this encompasses like BBC, BBC News, blah, blah, blah. They are expected to pull out of Stonewall, the Stonewall LGBTQ diversity program. Stonewall is a nonprofit social justice organization. They help like employers with LGBT staff issues in the workplace, that sort of thing. So BBC is expected to pull out of this, according to an insider, which cannot be named according to the article. They have no mm-hmm. plans to announce this publicly, so they're trying to do it mom. <gasps> and this is what apparently leadership at BBC said. They say BB boss, BB bosses. <laughs> BB <damn>. boss. <laughs> Maybe, you know what? I didn't make tea tonight. So maybe it's my lack of tea that's making me be like, you're like very off weird vibes. Really off. Yeah. Anyway, (laughs) uh, BBC bosses feel that they can't allow the organization to be connected to Stonewall in any way because the BBC needs to quote unquote, be impartial on LGBT lives. Stop. What is there to be impartial about? Like, I I hate when people treat equality as a political statement. Like what the hell? It's concerning. And that's so concerning. Here's an even more concerning piece of information. Last year, the BBC introduced quote unquote impartial impartiality guidelines, which implies that BBC staff could not attend pride marches. What? No. Mm -hmm. Bye. If my employer did anything along those lines, I would be out immediately. That's horrible. Yeah. It's not even impartial. I don't even know what you think. That's so stupid. Another line from this article says, after receiving complaints from staff, LGBTQ complainers, and politicians. Did I say complainers? I meant campaigners. Jesus Christ. Complainers! I'm sorry. Campaigners and politicians. After receiving complaints from all those people, they clarified that attendance was fine as long as employees were not seen to be getting involved in quote unquote politicized or contested issues. What in name one LGBTQ politicized issue? Like, I don't see how that's technically political because it's like, how can you like, how can you say that? That's not impartial. You're like denying some people like safety and rights and like. Well, I mean, I think the idea of pride is political inherently, but in terms of like political, political, which I think they're inferring, it's not, especially if you go to some like. I don't know, like Disney Pride or some shit. Pride? <laughs> do they have that? I don't know. <laughs> Disney's gonna call us up and be like, "Do y'all think <laughs> they're, gonna, they're gonna give me a phone call to be like, listen here, faggot?" Oh, oh God! Wait, now I'm trying to picture like what would Disney Pride look like? What would how would that be? Like what would that consist? <laughs> Don't they have like a like a Pride Day where people were like the Disney gays? They were like the rainbow ears. I think they I'll, just make rainbow ears. 
I'll do some Googling on Disney. This I feel like Disney is not progressive enough to have a pride you day. Know, like I'll they Google can't even now. fully have an LGBTQ I'll, character or storyline. That's true. I'll Google it now. Disney pride day. Cause now I need to know. I, Disney pride. I can't. Uh, uh, gay days at Walt Disney world. <laughs> Why did they call it gay days? There's a Wikipedia page just for That's the event. Worse. It says Gay Days at Walt Disney World no. is a loosely organized event where lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender individuals, their families, <laughs> friends, and supporters go to Walt Disney World on a single day each year. Is it not official? Oh, it's so it's not like actually Disney sponsored. It's probably uh, like a Facebook group. <laughs> oh, yeah. It says while Disney does not sanction gay days. <laughs> Yeah, so they don't sanction it. <laughs> they probably send like a staff memo and they're like, please look out, all the gays are coming. <laughs> I guess it makes sense that it's called that then if they didn't come up with it. Imagine if Disney was like, we're having gay day. <laughs> <laughs> the investors would lose their minds. Oh my God. Yeah, well, anyway, I don't know how I got from a story on a rise in LGBTQ violence to gay days at Walt Disney World, but he here said we are. Disney Pride. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. Anyway, that's my news for the week. Wow. <laughs> Took some wild turns. Good. I promise in the entertainment section, I'll try and, you know, tie up Amp some of my up. speech issues. <laughs> Why don't you go make some tea, huh? No, because I want to listen to you talk about music. Segue. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Oh, I have like a burp. Mm. Get it out. I got it. Okay. okay. Now y'all can check the tapes. However, I'm like 99.9% sure I mentioned this last week or the week before that Casey Musgraves was not going to be entered into the country category. You did? She's going to be mentioned in men or what? Oh, now here she goes. Yeah, I can't talk. I feel like every <laughs> I feel like I have this problem every week though. This is new for you. Um, <laughs> what, what was I saying? No, I think I'm fine. I had one beer with dinner, but I don't know. So what did beer I? It was. I don't know what beer it was though. So like I genuinely don't know what the alcohol content or anything. It was like a grapefruit. It was really oh, okay. good. Okay. Yeah, really good. You were talking about um, Casey Musgraves. Oh, yes. So her new album, Starcrossed, is not eligible to be entered into a country albums for um, the next upcoming Grammys, which I predicted. I feel like they do this a lot, too, because the term pop technically means, like, popular. Throwback to the first episode of season two. Wait, really? How did the you title just pull is, that out of your ass? Because um, I'm the one that edits them and comes up with the titles. The title is Papa Short for Popular. <laughs> <laughs> Dead ass. I hate that I just said that exact thing. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, like, I don't know. I think that they, like, if somebody gains enough fame, they will just always put them in the pop category. Like, it's not yeah. even, like, at this point, pop is... But also let's let's talk about how pop has evolved from like what I'm imagining as like traditional pop music, like 80s pop. It's not really like that anymore. So it's really hard to define what pop music is these days. And I'm going to stop saying pop because it doesn't sound like a word anymore. Say pop again. Pop. <laughs> it's like when I said kink that many times during the Pride Ew. um but yeah so that's happening I honestly apparently Casey Musgraves representatives and her her label is trying to like contest this they're like not happy about it but I mean who cares you're still gonna get an award sit down well part of me is like do are they contesting it because they don't think she'll win anything in the pop yeah that's that's the tough issue also, we had something similar happen this time last year when Justin Bieber's album, uh, what album was it? What was his last album? I don't know, some shit about intentions. I don't know. Oh, was it? Nick the Perfect no filter. Yeah, so you know, you know. Um, what was that album? It's not, it I was the, the orange one. He really wanted it to be in the R&B category, which yeah <laughs> you can like, say it 
in the words of um, Schmidt from New Girl, a white man. <laughs> no, like absolutely not. And I appreciate that the Recording Academy recognizes. I'm not trying to say like white people can't do R&B, but also like Justin Bieber can't do R&B. <laughs> As much as he wants to, he is not an R&B artist. Like you can put yeah. as many black people as you want on your album. It's not R&B, honey. Also, let's mm-hmm. talk about how like black people are like constantly ridiculed for the type of music that we listen to. And now a white man just thinks that because he does some sexy little runs in his songs that he's cool. an R&B artist. Oh. No, sir. Mm-mm. Also, well, no, I'll leave it at that. Okay. Um, so yeah, interesting. Okay, I'm actually really excited to talk about this. I didn't even know who um, Jesse Nelson was. And then oh, I, I saw, I've, I've been seeing like articles. <laughs> I like saw an article that said she like doesn't talk to anyone from Little Mix like at all. Uh, raise your hand if you listened to any Little Mix when they were together. My hand is raised. Uh, uh, okay, girl. Okay, girl. <laughs> Two songs, first of all. Wings. <laughs> about black magic a bop but that's it that's all i know so don't come for me too hard oh my god stop that's so funny i have never even felt inclined to listen to a little mix song but you do you boo they're, I love they're very video. peppy and for those who don't know jesse nelson is the ballet woman <laughs> <laughs> that's her <laughs> okay well speaking of she homegirl is black fishing like nobody's business she just released a song called Bad Boys or something like that. Bro, I don't even know. I I refuse. <laughs> I refuse to support, but Nicki Minaj is featured and she's been like defending her. And people on TikTok have been pointing out how all of her bad boys are black men in the music video, even though she only dates white men. Weird. Um, she's see. also white. <laughs> and there's a lot of cultural appropriation going on in this music video. It's so cringy. Don't watch it. Just watch the TikToks about it. I mean, I Googled Jesse Nelson blackfishing and gross. It's one of the worst cases of blackfishing I've ever seen. So bad. I want to say it's almost worse than Nikita Dragon, but <laughs> sorry, I just saw it's a picture worse. of her and it made me laugh. <laughs> it's worse because there, I feel like there's, well, it's a different, it's a different playing field. I was going to say there's more implications because like, you know, white people, um, <laughs> but I don't know. You have Nikita Dragon. It's like she thinks it's okay because she's trans, and that's a whole other thing. We right. talked about that's her a couple a whole, episodes yeah, ago. We did. Sorry. Hold on. Before I move to the next thing, Shuri dropped something on the floor, and she's oh. like hanging her head off of the bed trying to get it. And I know she's oh not going to get it. So Go help gonna... Peanut. Go help her. Okay. She didn't even drop anything, unless <laughs> I just like didn't see it. I was like, okay, sis. I think you just ate whatever you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Next thing, this is just interesting. We not really up for discussion, but um, <laughs> Taylor Swift's album "Fearless," Taylor's version, <laughs> um, is back at number one on the Billboard 200, like randomly. And the only other time it was um, in this spot was when it was released. <laughs> 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 that's like a huge accomplishment really good for taylor swift like i'm so proud of her i don't know why it it just made me laugh the way that i said that and i was like why did i say it like that um it's like you lost confidence in it as you were saying yeah i I honestly think that's what was happening i was just like why did i write this but Such a chaotic episode. <laughs> Dude, we haven't even got through all of music yet. Ugh. Okay, yeah. Sorry, fun fact. Taylor Swift's album is at number one for the second non-consecutive week. So congrats, Taylor. Ooh. Um, okay, this is interesting. So number one on the Hot 100 this week is that song Stay by the kid Laori. Can I admit something? I haven't what? listened to the song. I don't know what the fuck it is. It's like I'm oh that one okay yeah yeah yes yeah so that song is number one on the hot 100 which it has this is not the first time it has been but it's significant too because billboard just released their 21 under 21 issue where they have like 21 influential artists who are all young people well super young people not that 21 is old but 
they're intentionally doing under 21 mm-hmm. and the kid Laori is their cover artist and he was like their number one pick for 21 under 21 so congrats to him wait is it Laori or Leroy because you typed it like Leroy <laughs> <laughs> which one is it <laughs> I read it like Leo. <laughs> okay y'all can tell i clearly don't listen to this person <laughs> i think it actually might be Leroy. oh sorry i literally don't Indeed. care yeah Someone i don't care me elena <laughs> <laughs> how do you think i feel my name's not even made up <laughs> this is so chaotic okay also have you have you watched any Anything from Madonna's Paramount Plus special? No, because that's the only reason why I go on Paramount Plus is to, oh, yeah. is to is to once again watch episodes of Drag Race for like the eighth time or watch Ink Master. Yeah. So wait, are you keeping Paramount Plus? No, but like I said, I got another two months of it for like two bucks, so oh, I have it okay. through the end of November, and then I'm gonna okay. cancel it again because it's. Dude, not I worth literally it. have not watched it since we finished Drag Race. It's not worth the ten dollars they're asking for. I'm sorry. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, Madonna. So I mean, that was just kind of it. It was like Madonna has a Paramount Plus special. Yay! Also, I love that artists who basically just have like recorded concerts and then put them on streaming services always call it an experience. Yeah, I was gonna ask because on the outlines experience, I was like, "What fuck does that mean?" <laughs> That's literally what it's called. Like it's like a Madonna music experience, and I'm like, "Okay, sis, it's you on stage. Like, let's calm down." <laughs> She's an <annoying>. um. <laughs> <laughs> she is. I just think about how she like. I mean, I don't like Drake, but how she like just forced herself on him on stage. That was very weird. Oh, yeah, that whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, that was weird. Um, but, you know, whatever. So that's all I have for music. Glad we finally got through it. I'm sweating. <laughs> okay, you can take a little break while I go through my entertainment stories. I got Ooh, quite a few. You have a lot. This but some good. of them are short. So, uh, but to kick it off. Uh, it was announced last week that a WandaVision spinoff starring Katherine Hahn is in the works at me, Disney+. Me, Plus. Me. Now, part of me is like thrilled because I think she was the best part of that show. She's a great Agatha Harkness. The other part of me is I get a little exhausted by every little spinoff thingy that every little studio makes. And I just think, is this necessary? Yeah, well, you know what's really getting me is that Disney will give literally anyone a spinoff except for, like, a Black person. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, oh, I'm well, actually, no, I don't even want to say this. I was going to say, well, yeah, I was going to say, like, oh, we should be grateful we at least got Sam. But, like, that's not even a good way of thinking of it because it's like we deserve so much more. (laughs) That's true. And there was some there was some icky stuff in that show. Yeah, it was just like no bueno. Also, it was very rooted in whiteness, but. Oh, yeah. And nationalism. Anyway, that's a whole other thing. Did not really like that show, but I'm worried that this is going to be okay. This is this is a weird analogy, but it's Disney. So it works. Do you Mm -hmm. remember how like in the OG cars? People were like, oh my God, I love Mater. He's so funny. Because he was in oh it for like God. a little bit. And then we and then got all Cars 2. Mater, like spinoffs. Yeah, not even the spinoffs. In Cars 2, he was basically like the main character. And it was like too much, too much. So I don't want it to yeah. be like that where it's a whole yeah. show of her and the magic is ruined. But we'll yeah. see. Yeah, it, it, it is difficult to compare the two characters, but I do see like how it kind of does make sense. Like, <laughs> I went it's there. It's just like, you like a little bit of this person, but can I handle a lot of this person? I don't know. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I, don't, I have a hard time envisioning it, but I will watch it. <laughs> oh uh, yeah, regardless, I love yeah. women. And I love Catherine Hunt just so right. much. Oh my I, God. I'm going to plug it just because I feel like I do it a lot. If you haven't seen Bad Moms, she's so she's funny. She's so and funny. Bad moms. bad moms. Oh my God. <laughs> bad Moms is just funny in general. It's underrated. Mm. It kind of Anyways, is. Yeah. Uh, another piece of MCU news The Eternals runtime has been revealed, and it's the second longest MCU film. It's damn near as long as Endgame. Yeah, so Eternals is going to be two hours and 36 minutes. It is the second longest after Endgame, which is 
three hours, one minute. And in third place pee? is Infinity War. When are you going to pee? Well, it's interesting to me because it just further cements that it seems like they're going for Oscar chances with Eternals. Mm. Um, with, you know, because mm-hmm. Chloe Zhao is directing it. They've not been shy mm. about plastering Academy Award winner Chloe Zhao across every <laughs> trailer. The runtime. I, and there's no way that this is going to be like loaded with endgame type content to warrant yeah, its length so i'm a little worried about how long it is but... well also there are a lot of characters that are supposed to be like yeah. the 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 center of it so maybe that's it maybe we're just getting oh. a lot of backstory but hopefully that's not boring i don't know yeah we'll see i just hope that with all this runtime watch they're probably still going to give brian tyree henry's character like the one gay one probably like five minutes of screen time of course <laughs> of course but we'll see we will see. It's coming out in a couple of weeks. Tickets went on sale. Have you got your tickets yet? I haven't. No, I usually like, okay. I'm also really nervous because I know I'm going to have to be paying more attention for when No Way Home comes out because you know, those tickets are going to go fast as fuck. And I yeah. have to see it on Thursday. I cannot oh. wait. I have oh, to. Oh yeah. Anyway. Yes. I agree with that. We need to stay on top of that. We need to stay on top of that. Anyway. Yeah, I know. I'm like really nervous. I'm going to be like an idiot and forget or like miss the the day i don't know we'll figure it out yeah <laughs> moving on uh today the first trailer mm-hmm. for scream now wait a second i got beef it's mm-hmm. called scream why the fuck is it called scream it's scream five it's oh it's, it's it is a sequel it's not yes. a remake. okay they're calling it uh, scream isn't the first one called scream yeah it's stupid why did they call I'm it some ghost you know face why? or something? You know why? Because Scream 4, they made the A a 4. Why the fuck didn't they make the S the 5? <gasps> You're right. That's so stupid. But I'm not pissed because for those of you who don't know, I love Scream. I love the series except for 3. <laughs> I love the series. <laughs> so 4 is better than anyone says it is. Uh, but this is interesting because it's coming back. It's been... 11 years since Scream 4. Oh. It's also Wait, been what? like, yeah. Yeah. You're like, 20, 2011 is when Scream 4 came out. Hold on. There was Wait a Scream a TV show, which I watched a little bit of, and it was mediocre. What the yeah. heck? Mm-hmm. With years. Emma Roberts, you're joking. Yeah. 11 years. So this new Scream is the fifth, make no mistake. And the trailer came out today. The first trailer comes out in January, which isn't the best piece of news because usually studios dump all the shit in January. Yeah. And Wes Craven, you know, the mastermind of the Scream series, mastermind of Nightmare on Elm Street, just a horror icon. He passed a few years ago. So this will be the first Scream movie not directed by Wes Craven or written by him, anything like that. So I feel like we have reason to be nervous. Uh, But my one ray of hope my two rays of hope first of all the og trio came back once again that's basically why i'm buying tickets is because nev campbell courtney cox, courtney cox? oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah they're, they're back <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, nev campbell and courtney cox are just iconic um so they're back and the directors directed ready or not which is a really great movie that came out a couple years ago did you hear about this no. heard about ready or not Oh, I I like the movie. Yes. I thought you were about to say something about. No, I don't know. Ready or not. Really great movie. I actually watched it with Debbie for the first time. Ah, yeah. It's entertaining. So I have faith because it's the same directors as that film. The trailer, I give it like a six out of 10. It was a little low on energy, but (laughs) I will be seeing, I will be seeing it. Let's be real. Also, I should see it. Wait, when is it coming out? uh, Martin Luther King Jr. weekend. Like 15th. Yeah, it's it's the 25th anniversary of the original this year. Wow, that's so exciting. Yeah. But wait, didn't they redo the um, Halloween movies with Jamie Lee Curtis like for the anniversary and it was not good or was it good? I don't remember. They did. I think it was 2018. Oh, it wasn't a redo. That was also like a continuation. And they called it. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, because they they had her in it. Yeah. And the, the next one comes out in three days. Oh my God, she's doing another one? Yeah, Halloween Kills. Yeah. It's like how, it's kind of like Nightmare on Elm Street. It's like how exhausting, like how, how far can you just like 
stretch a, a character i don't know <laughs> well scream is different because you know the killer no scream is different, is different but i mean like mm-hmm. with halloween it's like yeah I, bro i don't know hmm. anyway moving on shane dawson is back on youtube oh god wait no you're joking i thought i'm he was not gone joking forever no i thought so too no he's back uh he's beginning another like multi-part docuseries thing no who's is is watching about... that okay well here's the thing so I tried my damnness to find like a, a duplicate of this. So I didn't have to watch a video on his channel and give him ad money, but I couldn't. So I watched. Well, is f- he demonetized? No, I saw an ad before his video. What? Yeah. YouTube. Uh, yeah. I thought he was demonetized Ew. too. Yeah. So I watched the first like 15 minutes because I thought, okay, surely he's going to address. Cause, cause his apology last time was just not adequate. And that's, of course, what drove him from the platform. This was like last summer because of his history of racism and pedophilia. And Not actual bestiality. pedophilia, but like jokes about it. So I don't want to go that far. But anyway, uh, so he's back. The first 15 minutes of this video, I was like really offended because he kept like, there should be a word for the type of person that is so self-deprecating and they think it's like funny and they think it's going to excuse their faults. So he's making, he's like doing a tour of his new house, but saying like, he's like, "Ah, tried to kill myself. Ah, Not really, but like, yeah, (laughs) killed myself. And Oh, uh, uh, you know, my apology, just making jokes the whole time. And I was like, this is so icky. So the fact that he's dancing around addressing anything and then he's just gonna go and do this new stupid little docuseries i had no patience for it and i think it's unfortunate i disliked the video that was my call to action (laughs) glad you took a stand for all of us thank you yeah Um, that's so unsettling i had no idea that that happened like that he's back ew um mm-hmm. i'm very upset i will be writing a hate letter to youtube because they demonetized james charles like without hesitation like why wasn't shane dawson included well no they they did so that's why i'm like did they reverse it because i guess time heals all wounds according to youtube no oh my god they still let jeffree star make money lots of it i don't know man anyway <sighs> let's not give him any more airtime. yeah fuck that guy yeah, uh, so the new Jeopardy champion, Matt Amodio, I don't know if you've heard about this, but- his, Yes, I watched it today. Oh, really? Yeah, so his historic winning streak ended. He won 38 games. That's the second most wins after Ken Jennings. So RIP to Matt Amodio's streak, but you made history, my guy. Yeah, we are witnessing history. Well, not anymore, but- <laughs> Um, yeah, well, it was crazy though, that like the other two contestants both got the final jeopardy, right. And they both almost bet like, well, the the guy that won bet all of his money. And then the girl that was in second bet all but a dollar. It was just like very wild. I was like, what? (laughs) We love jeopardy. Miss you, Alex. Yeah. Oh my God. I miss Alex Trebek so much. RIP. Moving on, I still got three more stories. I'm going to breeze through okay, them. Sorry. So, have you heard of the Squid Game? <laughs> You're talking like a grandma. What is this Squid Game? <laughs> yes, I started watching it. Oh, really? I mm. haven't yet. I think Nick wants to watch it's it with really me. Good. So we're we're waiting for the right moment. But yeah, everybody's talking about it. Every damn TikTok I see is about it. Literally, my whole for you page. <laughs> it's like I will go on like streaks. Of just Squid Game yeah. TikTok. It's a sensation. But I agree. because of its sensationism, <laughs> uh, <laughs> have you heard of this? So apparently in the show, everyone wears white slip-on shoes as part of their little outfits. Oh, I yeah. didn't really notice the apparently. shoes, but well, because now everyone wants to be a Squid Game character for Halloween. White well, I don't know if it was Vans in particular, but there was a picture of Vans as part of the story. But white slip-on shoe sales have surged almost 8,000%. <laughs> because oh, my God. People want to dress like Squid Game characters for Halloween. That is unreal. Mm-hmm. It's a phenomenon. And you know what? That's a good costume because you know you're going to be comfortable as fuck all night. Comfortable. You could reuse the items. That's a good barometer for that's costumes. It's like, can I reuse items in this? Yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't have an occasion to 
to wear a costume this year, which is sad. But if I would, I think I'd want to be a sheep. More on that later. Oh my God. <laughs> we'll get to it. Uh, this is my next story. Issa Rae, she did an interview this past week and she was talking about how she was advised by her quote unquote colleagues. I think it was trying, she was trying really hard not to name names, but she was advised by her colleagues during the development of Insecure to include a white character to quote unquote bridge the gap so that white audiences would be interested. And Dude. of course she was hesitant about that, but what's interesting is, so I'm on season three of Insecure now. Mm-hmm. I'm probably going to be talking about it next week as my media moment, but I'm on season three. And in this article, I kind of got like a little spoiler because there's a probably the most predominant white character on the show is one of Issa's coworkers at her job, Frida. And in the article, she's talking about how she had this revelation where she was like, wait, why did I write this Frida character into the show? Like, why is she there? And so yeah. apparently the next episode that I need to watch in my watch through is Frida's last episode because that's when <laughs> Issa, I guess, decided that she didn't need to be on the show. She was like, fuck this lady. <laughs> well, her whole thing is that I think she was put in there for comedy because she's like a very performative white coworker at this social justice org. The organization is called We Got Y'all and it's run by a white woman. <laughs> it's kind of funny. <laughs> so I think she's a joke, but I could see why like she doesn't really need to be there. So interesting, but for you Issa Rae I honestly like watching the show and then reading the story and I just really admire the past she's making for herself in Hollywood yeah and I think she's really dope and she's fucking gorgeous remember those wedding pictures oh my god incredible incredible so and I watched that movie she did with Camille Nanjani Lovebirds I think it was called and she wait did we watch that together no did we who did I think we did I feel like I watched. Oh, it was. When you were here. Yeah, you, yeah, 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 yeah. You watched it when you were here, and it was funny. She was, was funny, funny in that. Yeah, so I'm that like an good. Issa Rae fan. After we saw that movie, I think I watched it two more times because I made people oh. around me watch it. Like I made my parents watch it, and then I made Morgan watch it. <laughs> yeah, I'm a fan of her. Yeah, it was fun. good for her. Good for her. Good my last her. story, my last entertainment story. Uh, you mentioned last week you were open to more gaming stories, so I got one for you. Ah, I thought about you. So <laughs> there are gaming publishers. Mm-hmm. So these are like the big companies, and they own studios. So Square Enix is this big gaming publisher, and they right. own Eidos Montreal, which is a fairly big studio. They're actually about to release in two weeks a Guardians of the Galaxy action game yeah um but they announced that they're implementing a four-day work week so office is going to be closed on fridays and they're the first major gaming studio to do this wow now it's a big deal particularly in the gaming industry because a big problem has been crunch which is this phenomenon in the industry where particularly like when a game is getting closer to release employees are expected to work like six or seven day work weeks, like 12 hours a day to crunch, to like get it done, to like hammer out the bugs. It's a big issue. And there's no gaming workers union. There's no union for game developers. And this has also been a big issue lately. That's very surprising actually. Yeah. I mean, there's been calls to unionize, but it just hasn't happened yet. So I think this is a good step towards more equitable working conditions for game workers yeah that's interesting yeah Hmm. so good news i wasn't planning on playing this guardians game but maybe if it goes on sale now i will because they did this cool thing on your ps4 yeah bro i still make it a (laughs) ps5 i actually was i talked to my dad today and i was joking with him because he said you need to send me gift ideas for christmas and i was like well i said I said, Dad, wouldn't it be funny if I just said, I want a PS5 and I, I made you try and go through the hoops to get one for me? <laughs> anyway. Big LOL. That's my entertainment stories for the week. Sorry that it took so long, but also. No sorry. apologies. We're never yeah. sorry. This is our show. True. Okay. Yay. All right, y'all. I know y'all want to know what happened on SNL this week. <laughs> Was it the season premiere? No, last week was. Oh, okay. Well, not last week. I guess technically the week before was Owen Wilson and Casey Musgraves. Oh, oh, that's right. That's right. Okay. 
Yeah, that was a season premiere. Episode two was strangely enough, Kim Kardashian. What? Huh? <laughs> I will say, okay, well, I, I'm not going to give Kim too many props, but it wasn't a shit show. Like I think a lot of people thought it was going to be. She like kind of pulled it off. What? Interesting. Her opening monologue was it, actually hilarious. It was great. She like, didn't write you know it. She didn't write it. Yeah. Like, but the fact that she, she was the it. fact that she was down to say some of the things though. Yeah, the delivery was great. I will like give the, her that. The joke about Chris's new man. <laughs> was okay, so that was the funny. funniest one. <laughs> it wasn't the funniest one. The OJ joke really did get me. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, she had some good ones. Um, yeah, it was pretty good. She got good quips in, and her impersonating Courtney was hilarious in that one, like the courtroom sketch. Oh, I haven't seen and, that. Okay, that one's pretty funny, and I love. So there's a part where they have um, like Pete Davidson playing Machine Gun Kelly, and then <laughs> um, yeah, like and Megan Fox and. I, somebody says like why are we friends again and she's like oh because our boyfriends both have tattoos for necks <laughs> yeah oh. it was just like stupid shit like that Wait, um, i sense a segue coming oh i i didn't even plan that honestly <laughs> oh wait did i close out the article okay wait hold on i oh, want it okay no. i'll just re no i'll reopen it i haven't linked. Uh-huh. but okay so my next <laughs> pop culture story is about this crazy ass interview that Megan Fox and MGK did about like for British GQ. And let me just read you some of the highlights from that interview, because it's honestly terrifying. And I'm like, are y'all okay? I haven't, (laughs) I haven't opened this article, so you're going to get my blind reaction. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So when talking about like the first night that they met, which actually wasn't like when they actually like met, it was just like, they randomly were at the same party. Um, Megan Fox said, you ready? Yeah. She said, I just remember this tall, blonde, ghostly creature. And I looked up and I was like, you smell like weed. And he looked down at me and was like, I am weed. Then I swear to God, he disappeared like a ninja in a smoke bomb. (laughs) (laughs) Straight people kill me sometimes. Okay. Wait, it gets better. You ready? Okay. <laughs> okay. Megan went on to theorize that the two were not meant to see each other in that initial moment. She says, and I quote, we weren't supposed to run into each other that night. So our souls, our, our spirit guides were luring us away from each other because you literally, you speaking to MGK, you literally had no face like that thing from spirited away. <laughs> I cannot. I will say that they are like hot on the red carpet, but I cannot handle them. Like, let's just, let's all just stop talking. Let's all just stop talking. That's a mood. Shut up. Yeah. Like just no more, no more. more. Um, The cover looks incredible though. Megan Fox is like really hot. So Mm like point blank period.com she carries in this relationship but oh is, sorry, wait, is, is baby peanut whiny yeah she wants to get i don't know what she's looking for sorry hold on she can Let me see if i can help her tell her we got like she can know, wait tell her we got approximately 15 that's minutes funny. Left. that's funny that's uh, funny uh, 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 i know what ain't i know what ain't i know what ain't you know it's your girl (laughs) um so yeah that happened recently very weird um okay this is just like a funny story because we did talk about when the news leaked that adele was releasing new music like officially officially this episode yeah apparently the reason why the music actually didn't come out that week is because her team was like pissed that it got leaked like they didn't want it to leak and so like Cause it was, remember I said, like, it was like this DJ that tweeted about it. They did not want to like give him the like satisfaction of being a credible source. So they pushed the release back to this Friday. So her music actually was supposed to come out that week, but it didn't end up happening. Cause they were like, um, no, they were being petty as hell. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they bumped that shit. Um, I That's guess kind of a power move. About, 
Right. Because remember, I said it had to come out that week because then it would be able to be included in the Grammy cycle for this this mm-hmm. year. But they were like, nah, fuck that. <laughs> did you see any clips from her first Instagram live stream she did? Apparently it was her first live stream. Oh, God, I'm gonna have to look for that. Stay tuned. Next oh, week. they were funny. They're like, she was just doing a Q&A and answering in her cute little Adele ways. And someone, I think like the most iconic line from it, someone asked her what the album's going to be about. And she was just like, divorce, babes, divorce. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. I love that. Oh my God. Is she trying to knock the mic down? I love that for her. Well, she's like sitting right. It's it's sitting, my mic is sitting on a box because I'm on my bed. I'm on my bed today. I just felt like being on my bed, but um, sure he said you're done when I say you're done. Yeah, she just like pushed the box. <laughs> okay, this is the last pop culture story, and this is so random, but I thought it was so fucking funny that I had to share. So I was just like <laughs> tapping through the Demois Instagram story highlights from October because I feel like I miss a lot of stuff. Like I haven't been seeing them on my feed lately, and I took screenshots of these stories because this is kind of a Ooh. long, yeah. Okay, so. For background, Army Hammer. <laughs> alleged cannibal. Alleged, yeah. Um, alleged cannibal assaulter. Rapist? Yeah, yeah. Um, rapist, yeah. Very just like chaotic man. Uh, I don't even know where to begin with him, but that for context, he's um, kind of like MIA because everyone thinks he's a cannibal. So <laughs> I saw this and it starts off. I also, I don't watch Beverly or Housewives of Beverly Hills, but um, Erica, do you know which one I'm talking about? No. The only thing I associate with Housewives of Beverly Hills is that iconic Amsterdam dinner fight. Okay. Hold on. Let me actually look up. And Lisa her, Vanderpump. Her, what her full name is then. Erica, Erica Jane, J A Y N E. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so this is in relation to her. Erica Jane has been living next door to Army Hammer. Basically, they're like neighbors. She has a rental house next to where he's been living post divorce. Hmm? Oh. And apparently, she's like outside. She'll be like outside with her kids, and she can hear him having like crazy loud outdoor sex. Oh my God. Yeah. Disgusting. And then somebody thinks that they found like an account that they think is army hammers finsta. And he posted like a picture of her and said, my new neighbor just moved in recently and slid into my DMS. She said she can hear what happens over on my side of the fence. And she wants in, this is my new neighbor. And he literally posted a picture of her. Oh my God. Yeah. Like super crazy. Also, like, why does he have a fist? <laughs> also, who would have sex with him? I'd be afraid yeah. he's gonna eat me. Right. I'd be like, maybe okay, some people no, are into that. No cannibal though. No cannibal though. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you put the at on the outline. Why is it at El Destructo eighty six? Bro, I don't know. I don't want to get like, I don't want to get murdered. So, wait, is eighty six when he was born? <gasps> Hold on, let me look. Oh my god! I hope that that's not it. Hold on. Because that oh, might really, seal the deal. I really hope that it's not it. Is it? <laughs> Is it? Yes. Oh my god! Oh my god! We're doing live detective work here on the pod. You guy. I mean, shout out to whoever. Okay, but the thing is, though, this profile is completely locked down, like mm-hmm. on private. So you have to be accepted to be a follower. And apparently, someone that follows Demois is a follower and screenshotted this post and sent it to them. Why? But they're not a follower anymore. <laughs> I don't know. It is nice to have somebody on the inside. That's true. <laughs> but yeah, but I bet he's like, okay, who's screenshotting my shit? Yeah. Anyway, Ugh, that's so creepy, though. Why would he post that? That's creepy. I don't know. Mm. These men, they'd be wildin'. <laughs> you ready for that media moment yeah let's 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 it's time for the media moment 
Okay, well, I think I said that last week. You're going first this time. Mm. Hope you're ready. I am ready. My media moment for this week is a book that I read back in August, but I'm rereading it now via audiobook because my the book club that I'm in is reading it and I wanted to be a part of it. Cute. <laughs> um, it's Mexican Gothic by Sylvia. Sylvia Moreno. <laughs> Sylvia Moreno Garcia. Speaking of throwbacks, you also brought this up on a previous episode. Oh, did I? Was it my media moment before? No, 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 no. You brought oh, it up. Okay. I think like during a check-in and I said something stupid. You, you, you literally said like, we're reading this in my book club. And I was like, what is it? And you said a, a book. <laughs> <laughs> I, I honestly, I read it all already, but I love it so much. I'm really excited to reread it, re- to listen to it now. What's it about? It's about this girl. Her name is Noemi. It takes place in the 1950s. And her dad calls her home from a party. And he's like, you need to go see your cousin right now because she sent me this weird letter. And the letter is like, like very like disorienting. And her cousin's saying like, there's stuff walking through the walls. And like my cousin, my husband, he's trying to poison me. And like, he's saying all this weird stuff. And so he's like, you need to go visit your cousin and like bring her back here if something's going on. So then Noemi goes to visit her cousin at this crazy, like old British house in like, uh, like basically on a mountain, like in a far out, like a rural town in Mexico and, and Noemi's from Mexico city. So she had to like take a train and like, she goes to this like very creepy, like old town where at the top of the mountain is this house. It's called high place, which houses that have names, Mm -mm. big red flag, (laughs) big red flag. Um, but yeah, and it's like, she gets to this house, very weird vibes, like some shit's going on. So she has to try and like figure out what's actually happening to her cousin. Well, like the family, like that her cousin is married into, like doesn't, can't know that she's like doing all of this. Like, I don't want to say investigating, but like low-key investigating. Interesting. Is it a long one? Medium? I don't think it's that long, but. Okay. Here for me. Long is like if we're pushing past. It's like twenty something. Five hundred. Oh. oh, it's not. I don't think it's five. No, it's not that long. Okay, interesting. It's like I would say it's like the size of like maybe like the third Harry Potter book. Oh, okay, manageable. Yeah. manageable. Oh yeah, I read it in a week, like less than a week. Yeah, but I you're a fast I reader. I told you, it these, takes me not <laughs> these days, bro. <laughs> it takes me like two months to read something that's four hundred pages. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um yeah but it was it was just like so good like the characters were good here like the things like it was the formula that I needed to like make me want to keep reading a book like the Uh, characters I liked I always describe it as like I like characters or I want to read about characters that I want to like spend time with because like reading about their lives like makes me feel like I'm hanging out with them and so like if I don't like the character I don't want to hang out with them like I don't want to go back to them like I'll just be like I hate this person but the characters are likable. The story is like interesting. Like they tell you, like it, it's it's very like well paced. Like you learn enough at the end of each chapter to be like, well, then what happens next? You know. And it's not about white people. Ugh. I mean, it kind <laughs> of is. A, it kind of is about white people, but it's like in Mexico, so it's like a little bit better. <laughs> the main got- character isn't white. I I'm actually I'm curious what the cover looks like because the cover of books really gets me. I feel like it's that's very really beautiful. Important. Yeah, I'm googling it. Excuse me. Oh, okay, dress. <laughs> <laughs> I would not I think, think it's like pretty horror looking at this cover. It's very like spooky. Like yeah, perfect for spooky season. Honestly, yeah, I'm glad so that you're, you're enjoying for it book. for the second time. Oh, thank you. I'm proud of myself. I haven't, I've only read two books this year. So I'm like, I'm struggling with books lately, but I do really love reading. So hopefully I can get back into it. Well, if you need a book recommendation, I could throw you probably a queer one because that's all I read usually. (laughs) I love that. But anyway, my media moment is not a queer thing, but Mm. maybe queer in like the old sense of the word. (laughs) (laughs) so (sighs) there was a film i've been hotly anticipating that i finally got the chance to see uh, on sunday called lamb Mm -hmm. it's an icelandic film 
And if you watch the trailer, which I did when it came out months ago, you would probably be a little intrigued because it seems to set up that there's this, there's this farming couple. They live in the rural mountains of Iceland and they don't have a family and they farm sheep. And one day, one of their sheeps gives birth to what we don't know based on the trailer. I am just going to take the liberty because it happens like 15, 20 minutes to the movie. It is confirmed that it is half human, half lamb child. It is, it is the head and like shoulder and partial arm of a lamb and the bottom half is all human. Oh my God. (laughs) So yeah, one day this couple, their names are Maria and Ingvar. (laughs) It's Icelandic. Fun fact, it opened here in the U.S. with just $1 million and already it's the highest grossing Icelandic film in the U.S. ever. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Um, I so, love that for them. Yeah, so they they the, one of these sheeps bursts this child one day and they're like, huh? But here's a little thing about Maria and Ingvar. They used to have a daughter named Ada who passed. Did the daughter so, get eaten? No, we don't find out, but we know that oh. she was young when she passed. So they're like, well, here's our chance. And they just kind of decide to raise this lamb child human as their own. The fucked up thing, they name her Ada fucked up i know um but some strange things start happening besides the fact that that you know they're they're raising the slam child the mother sheep keeps coming to the outside of the farmhouse outside of ada's window and like buying at her like watching like give me back my fucking kid yeah, yeah what yeah um at the beginning of the movie there's like ominous there's a pov shot and like ominous growling and I'm not going to, sp- I'll tell you after we're done recording, if you want, what it is. But the payoff for what's going on with that is batshit crazy. It's batshit okay. crazy. The, the shot that reveals what that is, is one of the craziest things I've ever seen. And I loved Interesting. it. It's, it's yeah. very like unassuming because it's this very like relatively chill, just slightly creepy Icelandic, almost like it's like folklore-ish it's set in the modern day but oh, it's got those vibes and then you just oh my god i'm obsessed with ada i can't even tell you the the funny thing is like when she gets into like toddlerhood i guess where she's walking literally she'll walk into the kitchen lamb head wearing like a little sweater and pants sits down at the dining room table to eat her breakfast and once she's like a little bit older, she starts, she stops making lamb noises and starts making like human, like little child grunts. She doesn't oh. talk. If she ever spoke, I would have lost my shit. So she doesn't speak. <laughs> oh my God. It was just, it was honestly everything I hoped for, except I found literally the last like 30 seconds really unsatisfying. Again, I'll tell you after we're done recording, mm. but other than that, nine out of ten big recommend wow. it checked all my boxes it was about critters it was foreign beautiful cinematography the cgi on auto was really well done because they obviously put a cgi lamb head on a what yeah <laughs> i know right crazy just kidding <laughs> it was well done <laughs> so yeah big recommend uh going to see lamb it's only in theaters but there was only like seven or eight people at my screening. Ah, I know. I also saw No Time to Die on opening night, but I would rather talk about Lamb for my media moment. Oh, okay. No Time to Die was good, but Lamb was better. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. This has been lovely. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I think it's been rather short too, because we talked before we started recording. Oh, that's true. That well, maybe maybe Zaddy will be able to get it under an hour again. I'm so proud of us. This was a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we had good topics this week. Oh, I'm excited. Yeah, I mean, I we made the most of it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was saying I because I was like before. So normally I'm pretty good with the outline, and I get a lot on it like before day of recording, but. As of this morning, I only had like three things on it. I was like, oh shit, like nothing happened this week. 
Um, in terms of news, so I had to do some digging. Made yeah. it work, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I know you did a great job. Last week there was lots of news though, so I guess it's just yeah. the cookie crumb. Evens it evens itself out. Yeah, I almost put this depressing report on like water levels rising over the next few years, but I yeah, took it off. let's not go down that road. <laughs> It's like how, remember, well, the listeners don't know this, but like a couple weeks ago, I texted you, I was like, should I put this story about like the Taliban torturing Afghan people on? And you were like, no. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, Let's you're not. right. It's Let's not. <laughs> the world is shitty enough. I hope that y'all can escape by listening to this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I hope you listen to next week's. <laughs> <laughs> that was my promotion thank you thank you for promoting thank you for joining me on another lovely episode you're welcome Get shit on my glasses i need to get that on have a oh, good night sure he just popped up to say good night oh, oh never mind oh okay she got mad because i grabbed her <laughs> um yes have a good night <laughs> i got it off my glasses <laughs>